know it's me that's talking about it. <laughs> <laughs> Brilliant. <you. laughs> Welcome to My Guy Reviews, the podcast. Welcome everybody back to My Guy Reviews, the podcast. As always, um, we try and bring up a topic idea. This is My Guy Brig, and I'm joined today by My Guy Monkey. How are you? Hello, I'm back. I'm back. Yes, you're back. After a Can't long weekend. It. Of, yes, because this is part two. <laughs> this is part two of our topic idea. So, yeah, it's been the weekend. For most of you guys, yeah, really, this would have been one episode, second episode. Yeah, because uh, we we picked two two uh, items each last week on your topic, yeah. but we only got through one. So, it's your it's your topic still, and your continuation. Because <laughs> carry cause on. I thought yes. I thought otherwise, I just steal your idea and do the other two anyway. So. <laughs> <laughs> so carry on what tell us what we're doing exactly so um we're carrying on with what we spoke about last week for those who um, came on to our halloween special um as you'll know on the twitter account i think we're posting every day what horror movie we're trying to do the 31 days of horror challenge um we're so many days in so far so good i think mm. um it's the royal we Royal yes, the royal we. Yes, um, so I'm posting on there. Um, so the, the the remit that I gave myself was like um, the movie has to be a horror movie. Obviously, it's 31 Days of Horror, but it has to be a movie I've never heard of, and I can't watch the trailer for. So it's just based on the title and the nice. picture, just the the poster. Because whenever you look at Netflix or Amazon Prime or whatever it is, you'll you'll go to horror. You'll just see a, the poster. It shows title. you so much. Exactly. It spoils that, everything. That's, that's, that should be enough to entice you into the film. And that's what I'm trying to do. So I've tried to watch movies that we've um, maybe most probably never heard of. Because um, so far I have seen uh, movies I'm sure that Momo. you've never heard of if I tell you. So, yes, Momo. That's right. Yeah. So this is this is quite an interesting one. Uh, if anybody has seen it, uh, it's called Momo. And um, it's not... It's it's oh, it's such a weird film to kind of describe not um, really because horror? it's it it's it's not really um, it's not really a horror movie, uh, which is what I thought it would be. It's called <laughs> Moo Moo the Miss Mrs Missouri Monster. So that would be like a monster right. movie, you know, like a, but a low budget kind of um, a man like in Frankenstein. a uh, like a Frankenstein. man in a no, like a Bigfoot movie. That's what the poster yeah. sold it to me. But uh, it turns out it's more of a kind of um, a documentary thing about <laughs> um, this monster or this legend that was in Missouri and how it became like all these people thought it's for real. But it's like a drama documentary horror. Uh, and they're just talking to townspeople about it and then they reenact it in the background and tell you kind of this monster. And then one night, everyone anyway... Don't spoil the whole movie. Anyway, so yeah, it's, it's it's an interesting kind of idea, um, but yeah, like like I said, I never ever would have um, watched something like that. Um, mm. Purely, I saw the poster, saw the name, and I was like, oh, this looks good. Um, then I also watched Itsy Bitsy, which is a movie about a, a spider movie. Um, spider Man. Spider Man. Um, what I'll do is I'll go through <laughs> them later. Um, at the end, we'll, end of the month, we'll do a catch up when I get through all thirty one. Yeah, we'll try and do a run round. So that this week we're still I talking you'll have horror. Like two minutes for each one. I think I'll have That'd to ask this. I'll try and whiz through as many as I can. Um, I'll most have you on a timer. 
I think most that I'll just say in the name and I'll say pass because it wasn't that good. Because <laughs> I've seen some that have been terrible and some I'd say I'd recommend. So I might talk a minute about them or two minutes about them. Yeah. So um, so I did a movie uh, franchise last time. You did a video game franchise, which has had spinned off into movies, books, comic books and all sorts of stuff as well. Yeah. Um, so, doing. Yeah. so we're talking about a horror topic and it's a horror in pop culture. So something. And mm-hmm. in in my cases, they tend to be franchises. Uh, franchises I think yours, that yours might be. Yeah, because we don't want it to just be a one-off. We want it to be a couple of things that you can talk about. So yeah. I've talked about a movie, talked video games. I talked in the video game all about the movie I saw about your <laughs> video game. Um, so now, yeah. So now we've gone. Okay, so we never got around to the next topic. Uh, our, our second choice. So. It means we've had good topics the last yes. long time. So we're hoping that this this one we've got again two, but we see how we get on. Um, I think yeah. my second one is shorter than my first one. So first I did a movie, now I'm going to do a TV show. Uh, so this TV show, I'll, I'll give you some clues and you try and guess what it is. Uh, it, yeah. it spun off a successful horror franchise, uh, movie franchise, and it's become a TV Final. show. Mm. Uh, it's about dystopian uh, horror future or not so distant future any ideas yet uh, um, is it an anime no <laughs> okay, uh, the no, movies no. the movies tend to be set on the same day so you know like Halloween franchises tends to be set on Halloween and, Halloween. It's, and, you, and you're going to survive Love that it. night I thought it was Halloween. <laughs> no, um, but you 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 got to survive ha- Halloween. Friday Thirteenth um, is always based on was, Friday Thirteenth. This next movie, amazing. <laughs> this movie again it has a similar sort of um, thing about it, where it's always based on the same. The movies are they're always based on the same date. Um, is it Die Hard? Because that, that's no. Christmas Day. That's not a horror movie day. franchise, is it? Being turned know, into a TV show. No. So every 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 movie starts off with maybe moments before the the thing about to happen, and then we follow it from the thing happening till the end, the following day. So it follows like a fourteen hour period. Painful. No idea. <laughs> no idea. It's also celebrated as a national holiday in the movie yeah. franchise and in this. Um, world that they've created so it's a, it's, it's a annual holiday every year that starts at a certain time mm. finishes at a certain time only in america the founding um, fathers uh, not independence day no is it are there any others <laughs> <laughs> okay so the first one at uh, the first movie follows a home invasion oh there's thanksgiving that's another. No. That's a American. It's not. Movie. It's not a real holiday. It's a made-up holiday that is oh, part okay. of this movie franchise. Okay. Oh, is, uh, it, is it? I know what it is then. Okay. What is it? Yes. I, I guess. Is it? Oh, I forgot what the name of it. It's called um, the um, the one where they go crazy for one day. 
That's right, for the 12-hour period, yes. So every, so I'm not going to talk about the movies because the movies, while are very different, we'll briefly speak about them, but the TV show talk kind of follows a different kind of thing. So, so it is, you're right, it's called The Purge. That's the one. So yeah. The Purge started in 20... Again, like Final Destination, you know, horror is oversaturated, so many good things and so many by the numbers horror movies. It could be about a board mm. game, it could just be an evil spirit or whatever it is trying to kill you. I think Final Destination, even with so many different ideas, it was really good, very novel, very different. And I think Purge is another one that was very original and very novel when it first came out and the whole idea and the concept of it. So what happens is at uh, a certain time during this national holiday, there sounds an alarm and then all crime including murder, becomes legal for a 12-hour period. That's the premise of the very first Purge movie. Um, I, I, I enjoyed the Purge movies. I think the first one is... I think a lot of people don't like the first one because, you know, you're stuck in the house. It's always my favourite <laughs> kind of idea for Your movies. Favorite. My favourite. Like, uh, you can't right. go anywhere. So, yeah. If, so, if, um, only, if only Independence Day was stuck in a house, you would have loved it. Like, but it's, it's like Alien, the very first Alien movie, or John Carpenter's yeah. Thing. You're stuck mm, in yeah, a but... um, outstation, and there's this unstoppable killing. Uh, in those cases, extraterrestrial. What, what about uh, Lord of the Rings? Imagine Lord of the Rings. The Hobbit never left his Hobbit hole. Oh he man, was... he would have the best time, wouldn't he? With Frodo Baggins just stayed at home. Trilogy. <laughs> Samwise Ganji would knock on the door occasionally, walk past, and say, "Hey, Frodo. Hey, Mister Frodo." Like help, help! <laughs> I can't get in. I can't get in. I can't hear you. I got cauliflower in my ears. I'm a gorilla. Yeah. So, so this one starts at 7 p.m., ends at 7 a.m., and during this 12 hours. So the first one was simple home invasion where um, all crime is thing, but they're stuck inside the house and they've, they've locked. They don't want to purge, and then they see someone, and the sun lets the the guy in and then people come spoiler alert for a movie in 2013 um, and then uh, these people knock on the door saying we don't want any we don't want anything to do with you guys nothing we just literally want the person who came inside we want to kill him mm. um, and then there's another couple of twists and turns to the movie and I really enjoyed the first one I think it was a very good kind of novel idea um, so what they did with the second was I think there was a lot of complaints it's stuck in a house and we want to see the rest of the world so the second one Anarchy they actually plonked us outside of the homes and mm. and they showed us how somebody would survive and they showed us different stories as well that time so yeah. you followed a father who'd lost his uh child and he was grieving and he wanted to kill the guy who ran him over you followed a mother and sister who had been taken out of the house who were about to be killed by the one percent then you followed a couple who was just trying to get home so it became is an i guess an interesting change for me to see like a different take on the same story. So I think they took yeah. it in a different direction. Also, they brought the class system into it as well. They you know, decided to do social commentary, not just the first one was just kind of like a basic home mm. invasion, but this good novel idea to it. And then second, they start, I think they really start pushing the envelope in kind of like scope and stuff, but also then start kind of implementing kind of what is real right now where you know the rich can almost get away with anything and in this case yeah the rich are killing the poor and so yeah that was that was really good and then you get into the next one which was election year which became 
not just about um, politics, but it's also about race and became more about kind of uh, different mm. aspects of it as well. So you had a leader who, if elected, wanted to stop the purge and said if she becomes yeah. uh, president, she would just abolish it because it doesn't work. And then, you know, we follow other people who we realize are... for that these days? Exactly. So it was very, um, when it came out, obviously 2016, it was also very much when Trump came into power as well. So it's, it's very of the time in that mm. they, had, they had come up with their idea, maybe before Trump got into power or similar to when they thought he was going to get into well, power. Yeah. Yeah. And they got in at the right time. So I think, you know, the first three actually follow different things and show you different aspects of the purge. And then the first, first the, the movie called The First Purge, again, just shows you kind of like the, the founding fathers and saying that there's this experiment and, you know, it's super successful. But what they were really doing was they were just sending military people in there to kill people and to kind of bump <laughs> up the numbers to make it seem like, <laughs> people really want to do this thing they want to purge everyone's excited to do it and now look how great it is so you know they yeah. show you a different aspect of it each time so just i felt like, like the media now yeah exactly um so i i really enjoyed the whole franchise it's a great t- uh, movie and then they did a tv show which i think is only two seasons long it's been cancelled and i think it's great but that they've, they've done all the stories they've done it all i feel so the first yeah. season um, is run of the numbers similar to um, number two, which is just people trying to survive the night, but it's padded out more. So you know you see you see them trying to escape, you see them trying to you know people trying to kill them also. But you see it over the um, I think it was ten episodes. So it's but it was still good to watch. It's a bit longer than the movies would be. Yeah, so ten episodes. Yeah, but yeah. it is. But it's still yeah. good in that you know you see different. You see a brother trying to rescue his sister. You see um, a husband and wife who <coughs> go to a party and then uh, in going to the party, they obviously, she's really nice to the maid and the maid and the the workers are going to revolt against the rich and we're going to kill them all. But then she gave mm-hmm. them a safe haven to leave. So it's again, you know, it's, it's talking about class systems, it's talking about races. Mm-hmm. It's doing all the stuff in that 10 episodes, but yeah. only based on the one night. So, you know, you you see that, you think it's great. That's that's kind of the best way to start off the season, I think. Keep it the mm. same as original. And then season two, which was a really good change. But after you've done this, there's nothing left to do. Because what they did, they start off season two with about half an hour or an hour left to the purge. Not that mm. long. It's coming to the end of the purge night. So you're going to be seeing the the very end of Purge, and there are, there's one person, he's trying to escape or leave the Purge, but he accidentally gets pulled into the wrong area, and someone's about to kill him, and in mm. doing so, they have a little scuffle, a bit of a fight, and he accidentally kills his assailant within the time, so he's now purged by accident, unintentionally. Oh. Then you follow his story, like, what, what actually happens to someone who purges? What are they thinking for the next 12 months? And it's slowly watching him break down and the yeah, guilt yeah. and also seeing him wanting to now kill again before the purge. So you see him going <laughs> so out and killing again. So it's not again. really working out well. No, it's not. So that, that's what I thought was a really interesting take on it because we've mm. seen, you see the purge and then it finishes, then it's the next year or the year after. It's another yeah, purge it's all, it's all in the fun. movies. 
Well, it's really good, and they're still, you know, they're still talking in terms in terms of social commentary, and they're kind of showing us all this different stuff. But this is the first time you follow someone who purged unintentionally, and the re- the things that he yeah. goes through, and then he even kills someone. But what they've done is because they're saying you know murder and everything's down to zero, and people just purge, and then there's nothing for the whole year. Yeah. How they cover up that murder, and how they cover up things that he's doing. Uh-huh. Um, so to keep the news cycle in that way. So it's a very interesting way. kind of like uh, a different take on it. Now, another couple you follow is this doctor. Um, doesn't matter. He's a, he's a black doctor. The color doesn't really have anything to do. It, but he survives the night. Then he spends the rest of the year trying to work out who is trying to kill him. So is yeah. it his son? Is it his wife? Is it his cousins? Is it his friends? He works in the, poli- he works in the <laughs> hospital. Is he a patient? Is it another doctor, a nurse? And it's incredible, mm. like seeing him unravel, like who who was trying to kill him. And at the end, you find out who it was, and it's just mm. amazing. Like, you know, you spend a year, <laughs> or you, you you know you. That's cool. Someone puts out a hit on you to, to be purged, but you survive. Now you need to find out why or what's going on, don't you? Before the next purge. So yeah, it's yeah. It's, it's 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 re- and then the very start of the. F- first episode as well there's someone who commits a crime and mm. what they do is they get away with it but one person i think is either in the vault or he's caught with the money somehow for a split second because when they zoom back and if he's inside the building or something he's committing mm. the crime and they catch him and then the rest of the se- season for them is following how those guys are going to try and break him out um, of mm. prison or how they're going to break him out from where he is and, and commit the next crime as well because they yeah. steal money basically right so they had to wait um, a year for it so, so, they, so, they, so they, but then he's in maximum um, like security and you can't break in because you're breaking the law so it's a different t- it's, it's very fascinating to see it, it's a bit slower because yeah. it's padded, padding of about eight episodes of stuff leading up to the sirens going off again mm. and then the 12 hours but it's actually yeah, but seeing was... people and seeing how they cope with it or what yeah. they do they're caught what what happens i was, was going to say that's what we need to see next is like we've seen the purge we need to see what happens outside of it because that's that's where the interesting psychology is going to be going on it's a, it lasts a lot longer as well yeah the whole rest think, of the year i think when you've done a season two that's mm. the that's the one thing we've never seen in one of the movies or even the show before that. So they've answered those questions and they show it in such a good way. Like um, the guy who did purge unintentionally, you could see him breaking down. You can see mm. the things affecting him. He then at the very end, he puts on the mask because he's going out to purge. Well, initially he wouldn't, he didn't want to purge. The no. whole thing was, um, they do a accident. And now yeah, he's they, repeating his own situation. They do a common. prank in mm. um, his dorms, and they say all new fledges have to do this on page night. They have to run somewhere, take a picture, and then they have to come back. And in, mm. in, in that process is where he got caught by someone who wanted to purge, trying to purge him and stuff. And so, yeah, it's, mm. it's a great idea. And I think they explored so many good strings and facets of it all. And yeah. There's an overgrowing story about the purge itself, like how successful is it? Are people really becoming this this uh, lady who works for 
the purge company. They're the people who look at video camera footage. They look at everything during that time to see if they can catch someone committing mm. a crime at 7 7 a.m. on the dot. So if you were literally mm. pulled the trigger and it was seven minutes, <laughs> so it was seven and one second, if you pull the trigger at that one second, yeah. then obviously you're going to prison. So it's things like that. There, there's a whole network of people who work there, and this lady is who works there, and she unravels the bigger mystery of the purge and stuff. So I think it's yeah. very good season two. But obviously, once they did that, I, I don't think. I don't know why you need a, a season three. I think you did <laughs> such a good job. You explained yeah. all of the various narratives and what yeah, people's life would be. There's there's infinite number of of different personalities though in situations that you could you could focus on different people every time. But it, you you've done it all, have you? You've done especially a full if it's over. Yeah. Okay, yeah, I, you... I was thinking was, before you you said that um, what series season two was about. I was thinking they should. Um, they should they should have had a series where they don't call it the purge and you don't know it's the purge, and you just meet all these characters that, that maybe have coming into conflict, and then and then the surprise final episode is you find out it's it's in the purge universe and suddenly everything goes crazy, and they get and they get to take get to uh, resolve all their issues. Just yeah. comes out at you. <laughs> if you'd have to give it a different title and different name and you know a bit like split when um yeah split yeah where the twist right at the very end for Split, spoiler alert, is that it's all part of the M. Night Shyamalan unbreakable universe. You'd have to mm. do it in that way somehow, where, uh, I don't know, it feels like Hunger Games or something, and then right mm. at the very end, the sirens go off and you realise these people were all part of the purge, and maybe someone's just simply watching them. They support mm. the island to kill, and that's <laughs> it for 12 hours. So, yeah, it could work. Yeah, you know, have lots of interconnected stories and tensions. Make it a bit like a murder she wrote episode or something. People, people are, are not happy with each other. We think something's going to happen, and then everything happens. Yes. So yeah, so it, it ran for just the two seasons, which is it's it's a shame in one way that there's no more. But at the same time, I think they told all the stories, and I'm glad that they, I I think personally they were able to tell this second season worth of stories. Yeah, where with a lot more human issues. Yeah, which you can't show in a movie because you want to see the purge. Yeah, and you can't and show it on Purge Day either because people no. are purging, they're too busy. <laughs> yeah, they're all busy purging, having, yes, going out doing their thing, mm. yes, definitely. Uh, but yeah, it's, it's, it was a great, it, it's currently on Amazon Prime. Uh, it's finished. You can watch it anytime you like. It's 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 up available. The movies are, are scattered not, are all over the place. Uh, yeah, we're not. We have to pay for subscription, £80, just like everyone else. Yeah, we're not affiliated. <laughs> yeah. One we don't day, recommend one day it, but, you know, if you, if you <laughs> we... must watch it, you know, <laughs> go ahead. We hate all streaming services. Um, no, no, it, it's good. Let's it's... now. That, that's, that's where we may as well talk about news as well. Yeah, it comes to the streaming service, doesn't it? The news. Should we break into the news for a little bit then? Because all these um, cinemas are talking about closing again and, and maybe permanently. Yes. Maybe yes. temporarily. So you, this is big news, yes. We don't normally break away, but you have Cineworld no, no. and you want to talk news. Let's talk. This is horror film related, so horror yeah. themed. This is I your mean, worst nightmare. There, there will be a purge when, when no one gives a cinema. 
<laughs> so obviously, um, so for long-time listeners, they know that you got a Sydney World card. Yeah, right? exactly. Um, and do you want to tell us a bit about what's going on with your beloved well, Sydney World? To be, to be fair, um, I was considering whether I should cancel my card or not because of not getting enough use out of it because of not so many films being out at the moment. Yeah. Um, I've only seen one since it's reopened and I was only planning to see Wonder Woman next, really. Um, but, but now they've, they're they shutting their doors again already, the Cineworld chain, and also Odeon, I think, wants to do the same. Uh, yes. Temporarily, they said now. So they, they might be reopening again. But that, that now means that I don't have to cancel my cinema card because hopefully they'll give me a refund for the time they're shut. <laughs> uh, yes. But at the same time, like... Yeah, obviously movie studios. I think it's down to Bond. They, they blamed Bond. Yes, the Bond they did. Yeah. Delay. The delay means that they're not they're, that they're not getting the the visitors that they want. And it sounds very much like the uh, the movie industry is destroying itself because it's saying we're not going to put out the movies because no one's going to see it yet. But then they, at yeah. the same time, they're killing cinema by doing that. So they need a better solution, really. Yeah, but I think at the same time, I think it's it's a double-edged sword. So t- uh, Tenant got released, uh, and really in America, it hasn't fared that well. Um, it's made like $40 million. It costs $200 million plus to make, so it's not doing that well. So while the Warner Brothers did their best to chuck a big budget, highly anticipated movie of the summer down, um, mm. it hasn't really worked. So obviously Warner Brothers themselves had another movie so they were originally thinking you know we will have this movie come out in august and i think originally plan was september would have been wonder woman just like you said mm. but then they uh, delayed wonder woman to october and then now it's been delayed to christmas um and yeah. then in the meantime other movies have since been falling away as well at the sideline and because um people aren't people aren't sure if it's safe enough in america i think la and new york the cinemas are still shut Mm. So yeah, so there's so many delays and stuff being pushed out. I think Black Widow, Still which was quite, yes, my which was also yeah. in November, that got yeah. pushed back to May next year. Uh, as you mentioned, the Bond movie, which was coming out in November, has been also delayed to April next year, um, and the Fast and Furious got pushed to May. Um, I think Top Gun has been delayed a whole year till uh, mm-hmm. July next year. Um, Ghostbusters again. Afterlife, the new one that's coming out this year, that's coming out. That's coming out in March. So yeah, it's um, it's tough. Yeah, it's tough for the uh, the movies um, companies as well to say, look, we're going to make money, but then yeah. now they 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 just. I think an idea I have seen, which I think is a good one, is just release the movies so that pe- so that the people that do want to see it will come and see it just to keep everything moving and then do a re-release, a re-showing like they do that for like anniversaries and stuff. Just in six months time, do a second release. Get when everyone's confident and they, and they reckon they got all the numbers, people go and see it then. Now, now, now you lose so much money through piracy. Yeah, so if you, true. if you open, if you open your movie, like you said, just, just keep, the, fear, keep yeah. the slate. And then by the time you say, okay, we're doing a re-release next summer. Everybody's seen it in, or most, you know, a lot of the people have seen it by then in whatever way they can. So it, it won't make any, any extra money, actually. People, they'll lose more money. So mm. what they're doing is they're, they've got two options. They've got either 
delay, which is what a lot of these Bond movies and a lot of the other movies are doing, or drop it into streaming, which is what has happened to a number of big, big releases as well. Yeah. Yeah, and then you had to buy all these different streaming services just to watch everything. It's, <laughs> it's just crazy. Yes. But anyway, back on back to topic then. So that's that's uh, your horror topic then, the cinema. Yeah, we did a whole a we, did, uh, we did a whole review on your first trip back to the cinema. So if you guys want to listen about how my guy Monkey would recommend or not recommend going to the mm-hmm. cinema, we did a whole episode on that on the Bill and Ted Face the Music episode a couple of weeks back. Mm. So yeah, have a listen. Plug, good. <laughs> okay, so so uh, I've got a movie, fr- a horror franchise there for you. Oh, I'm um, really excited. <laughs> don't be too excited. It's, it's, oh. it's less excited. I don't know as much about it as Silent Hill as it is. So, but anyway, <laughs> okay. So I'm, I'm gonna uh, uh, yet again. I'm gonna set the scene for you, and you can tell me whether you think it's a good thing or not. Um, okay. I would say it's not. I wouldn't say it's as much horror, but it's definitely vampire related. So it's it's that's where it's definitely related. Twilight. Uh, no. <laughs> Good guess though. Very close. Um, okay, so so you're you're a regular guy, I guess, or I'm not quite sure exactly who you are in, in this world, um, who you're following. <laughs> okay. Um, uh, it's a movie but, franchise. Right. So so the so the protagonist has been murdered. Okay. Uh, it's pretty simple. Simple. This is as much as I know. Uh, the protagonist has been murdered. Uh, but he gets resurrected back to life as a vampire and takes revenge out, out for revenge for the people that murdered him, which is the, I guess, the first entry. Um, and I guess I should say straight away it's a video game. So um, you're basically you're playing the antagonist or no, you're playing the anti-hero, really. You get to go around drinking blood. And taking revenge on the on the town on the village, and the Is villages. Is Castlevania that killed you? No, it's not. You, you're probably not going to know, know this one. To be fair, there's been there's been five video games. This this is the f- basic story of the first one, yeah. and it's the second one that I've really played that I that I, I love the most. They're both on PlayStation One, I believe oh. those ones, and then the later games become a bit more linear on following consoles and start to lose lose traction with, with the audience um okay so you don't know which one what it is yet you may you may have heard it who knows maybe not but um okay so the so that's the basic setup of the the first game um then we jump ahead for the second game the uh, the the uh, guy who become a vampire has now got his own kingdom of vampires He's 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 uh, got his own, you know, ruled over a kingdom of vampires. I think there's Command six or conquer? seven, six no, six or seven different um, uh, houses, shall we say? So I think it's about oh. that. Um, yeah. And each has a leader, obviously. And um, the the uh, and the vampires in this world also evolve, so they get more different powers um, over time. And you are playing one of the leaders, but okay. but what happens is that you, at the beginning of the game, evolve before the main guy from the first game, which is a no-no. 
you you sprout wings and he's not he's not happy at you growing wings before him so oh. he tears he tears your wings off oh or no tears not exactly completely off but rips them useless, like God of war and throws you into the to the abyss which is just an uh, eternal void yeah it sounds uh, like God of war but it's not but then just like in the first game that's not you're you're still not dead of course um, not and, and then the story is is really set up that the because of all this rise of vampirism in the world the the, the souls of the the dead aren't being released and woven back into into the universe so now you're being set up to go and take back the souls of the vampire clans um, but not only that you've actually been in this abyss for about a thousand years like the time has just gone in a blink of an eye um so now all of your vampire leader buddies have have just grown in power and grotesqueness as well and the humans of the world are very much in this one tiny little corner now and basically you go out there in an open world and you go around killing your old brothers absorbing their powers Yes, I like that. Uh, and and then it becomes basically a, like a Metroidvania in the sense that you have an open world where you get to see lots of areas that you can't quite access, but as you get more powers, you're able to get into those different areas, which makes oh, the so world feel really, really... So yeah, it's, uh, you've not heard of it, clearly. <laughs> no, it's not Dark Souls, it's not God of War. No. <laughs> they sound, no, sound similar. So no, I've never heard of this. Series, but the problem is it it has died out for a while because um, it's just not being developed at the moment. The the last game, uh, I'm not sure what year it was, but the last last game didn't get finished. I'll, I'll look up the next, the uh, year. Um, let's see what year it was. Um, uh, yeah, I can't really tell. 2015 is the last time they were working on it. 2013 wow. so we might we might see the continuation of the series yet um but this is the legacy of kane series and i guess you haven't heard of it at all no i haven't now so the first game is called blood omen legacy of kane it's kind of like a top down uh, slightly side on isometric type style game yeah um and you play and kane is the is the guy that becomes a vampire who's like becomes king of vampires in some way um and his his blood his blood drinking is actually um kind of backwards projectile he, he, he can blood, drink blood from a distance which is quite cool interesting difference wow. um, and then legacy of kane soul reaver is a full 3d game so it's i think legacy of kane soul reaver is one of the uh, one of the best games i think for the playstation that in the way it just works i mean you've got shadow of the colossus which is obviously more famous yes. but i'd put it on the level of that sort of level of 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 utilizing what it had so well so a terrible um, game with no map <laughs> no, this, no much better than that <laughs> no shadow of the colossus is good it's good it doesn't have the same shortcomings as shadow of the colossus but it, it has different strengths as well yeah because it's got you, vampire you like Obviously, you start as a vampire. Well, you start as a vampire, but now you're a spirit vampire. So there's okay. one sense in which you're you're in the spirit world, and you can absorb spirits in order to manifest yourself physically again. 
yeah. and then you get into the physical world and you you can do different things like maybe you can climb and things like that that you can't do in the so much in the spirit world but then if you die in the spirit in the physical world you'll go back into spirit form so you have this thing where you can sort of change where the world will change slightly differently as well between the two a bit like silent hill in some way but not really not really um so you might get access to different areas by by swapping between the two and also you've got vampire weaknesses so um light might be a bit of a weakness for some uh, water is a big weakness but as you go through you gain more powers to have resilience to those things um and and obviously gain ex- access to different things so the first power you get is you you uh munch you meet your first brother and he's turned into a giant like an absolutely like thing and you have a lovely grisly end to him when you find when you try when you he can pass through bars it like through a spirit spirit form through, through he can pass through like gateways and things and you you trick him into getting into this center grinder and just grinding him to into blood it's great Lo- lovely playstation one core um but then that you get that first power means you can now like tra- you can now trans you can now transfer yourself through the spirit form through any gate so you've suddenly got access to all these different areas that you pass through and yeah it, it sort of builds on from there and and it's called soul reaver because also you get a um a sword that is magically bound to you as well like um bound to your soul and you get to add different powers to that as well by working through the game and go through different rune stuff and things like that get like um fire projectile stuff put onto it and stuff so it's got a great build to it throughout the game i'm not sure if it's like an rpg you say rpg element so you can get more powers as you level up yeah yeah i suppose i mean you don't really level up but it's that metroidvania they call it like where you you have you yeah you you get to build up on your powers to to access different areas so once you've got the fire you can then use use it to solve like fire puzzles and stuff and there's a, f- a few block puzzles in there as well which um which were fun at the time but maybe a bit overdone these days but these were this yeah. was like the early days of block puzzles sliding puzzle puzzle bricks about and again you can only do that in the physical world so then you have to be keep swapping and make sure you're in the right world and surviving um and you can and you can chase down the humans as well if you want if you go to the little human area which is fun <laughs> Oh, wicked. So in, in, in this game, there's an element of open worldness. So does the, is yeah. the world populated with people, like you say, humans and stuff? Uh, yes, that's a good question. I mean, it's, it's populated mostly by um, basically mindless vampires that have, that, have, that have become cretins, like, you know, uh, they're like the degenerated versions of yeah. the vampires. So really the boss guys who are the leaders are the only ones with their own minds still and that become powerful and the rest of the world are just kind of um, kind of a mess so a lot of it's the first populated by one type of vampire but then you get some sort of climbing spidery type vampire things that have become resilient to to um i think it's sunlight in that case and things like that as you go through and yeah, well, there's one area where the humans are. Which, uh, they're kind of they're kind of hidden in a little pocket of the world because obviously, the world's kind of a mess now. 
yeah. So in terms of like, um, the, the, they're obviously, as you said, they're hiding, but um, in, could you, do you kill humans to level up? Do you level up uh, in this game? You don't level up, no. You you, no. you kill vampires in order to gain souls, in order to get your physical form, and and to keep your physical keep your physical form, I guess, and keep yeah. your soul reaver working. Because once you get hit, you lose your sword, which means you it's then a struggle. So you want to keep yourself powered up in that way. And there's no real reason to kill the the humans. It's just kind of fun. <laughs> Um, but yeah, it's all about going revenge, going for revenge after Cain. And in that first uh, or second game, uh, Soul Reaver, you don't you don't actually get to finish off Cain. So uh, right at the end, um, you get introduced to I think it's the Time something rather um, Time Reaver or something, and that's when you're sort of forced into the next game, which is on PlayStation Two. So then you've got. Uh, smoother looking graphics but a lot more linear gameplay um, and therefore I, I kind of fell out of it for myself so I don't know much about that. There's also Blood Omen 2 which I'm guessing follows Kane again and then there's um, Legacy of Kane Defiance which is goes off on different angles and Nosgoth is a multiplayer version which I think is the one that's still in development so you so, mentioned yeah. about um yeah so you mentioned <laughs> about that and you said it's kind of gone off but you said the second game was the best game so pitch me what you think they should do now because say your ps4 it's mm. going to go straight to ps5 what would you like to see in the new one like, what what where can they take it what's well, interesting about the game well for one i mean i think a lot of people say remake it the people that know it say remake it um, so remake remaster or it. remaster it? Okay. Re- remaster, I think probably a remake, so you can make an even bigger world. Yeah. Would be good. Um, Populate it with people and things. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Make it expand it. I expect that's what they're trying to do with the the idea of having a multiplayer game. Maybe they want to go for a much bigger open world. Um. Yeah, I'm not sure how where they will go with it really. The, I mean, the, it's all the world building and those and the explore, exploration elements that are good about it, um, and the, also you do have a story. I, I don't want to spoil of, as you uncover sort of your origin story as well. You know, sort of cover, uncover your own origin because obviously you start off as a vampire. You yeah. don't really know about your life before a vampire, so there's a little bit of that as well. So I guess they could do stories of they could reboot it and have the stories of the other vampires maybe see see what what other origins we can come out with what other histories we can come out with what more lore we can come out with it i guess like you said if there's a game that's been stuck in development since 2012 2013 yeah it it can go it can go one of a number of ways right it could become the next duke newcomb I sat around and mm-hmm. just became terrible because yeah. they just rehashed the same thing and brought it to this. Yeah. Con- it could become the Last Guardian, which was a game that was, you know, um, which was talked about, highly praised. Its graphics were going to be groundbreaking and all of that. And then by the time it came out, it's underwhelming because the number of times it was shown to what games had come after it 
mm. it became a bit underwhelmed. Last Guardian. Or if you go... Those people aren't real fans. <laughs> They're not real. <laughs> uh, or it could go down the, the new Doom, which is it sticks to the original... The, everything that was great about the original doesn't change too much. Bring it forward for the new generation and just makes it crazy mm, quick. Makes it um, on the right things. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So I I really like the new Doom. Uh, I've been playing that quite a bit, and I and it's it's weird because obviously a lot of the new video games you have the element of you have to reload. Um, if you if you hide, your health comes back. But yeah, Doom, it's gone that. back to those classics where. You never need to recharge your weapon. Yeah. It just has it just has a cooldown period, but you never recharge. And also, once you've lost your health, you've lost your health until you find a health bar. Mm. But they've got these uh, they've got this new attack on there, which is like uh, like the old one where you didn't have a weapon and you have your chainsaw. And if you chainsaw mm. a enemy, they will give you loot in terms of they'll give you health and there's a good chance they'll give you ammo so if you're running low on ammo the best thing to do is use your chainsaw to kill a few yeah. of the enemies get some yeah. more health than ammo um stick it to kind of like the original where you have to run around corners find secrets so they've taken the things that people loved about the original mm. modernized it in in the new engine give it the new, new shiny face to it. did a terrible multiplayer but <laughs> actually the core game itself is really yeah. good. It's really I'd fun. It's what we'd want to see. Yeah, they've created something new as well in there. Basically, they've they've gone. Let's let's not copy everything else and get the best of what everything else has. Let's do something new. Yeah. And that's that's that like, with that element of you have. It's beneficial to go in guns blazing or chainsaw blazing. Like going getting close is beneficial, so it keeps it fast and and gory and all the stuff people loved about it. Yeah. So similar to this, like if, if the first game and the things and the elements that people liked about the first or the second game mm. were more about kind of like hiding in the shadows and stalking your prey, yeah, then yeah. they should concentrate on those elements to bring it into new... Um, it yeah, doesn't have yeah. to be open world as much because Doom never was open world and the new one isn't yeah. open world. It's there, There's a set area, but you have to explore the area and then you go to the next area. You have to find yeah. those key cards and stuff. So they've kept all of that the same. So maybe um, the things that people liked about the second game, mm. maybe expand, like bring them forward and then yeah. extend on those things. Yeah, because I, I say open world, but it is more of a linear experience. But it's just that sense that it is open. So the way that it leads you through, you know, you're, you're forced into going down the ways you have to go, really, until yes. you get access to new areas so they need to stick to that i guess and i guess because if they're calling it nosgoth which is the setting the place where it takes place i guess that means they're going to focus on the world building and the world so that hopefully that's good depending on whether people really loved it for that or not because by the third and fourth games like they're still they're still building more story but it's getting a bit boring so yeah, well, they've said uh, since 2017, um, the series has been available to external developers to license through Square mm. Enix. So it yeah. could be that um, another development company does a completely different new version of it using the licensing because there's a fan base already for that mm. and take it in a different direction. Or if there are fans of the original, 
they can take the elements they enjoyed while they played it and bring it into the new gen. Hmm. We'll see what happens then, hey. Yeah. I might have even got off, got my uh, names mixed up with Nozgoth in the next one. I'm not sure. At this point. <laughs> but we're okay, definitely so I... looking to see. We're looking to see this this franchise continue and get better now. Yeah. And definitely. and I would definitely love to jump in again if they can make it work. Brilliant. Okay, so how how long is your next one going to take? You think? Um, it can be tiny. You you want to do one? Or you want me to yeah. Do so one? We, we we could do ten minutes of each one, and yeah. we'll just get to the hour mark. Okay. So um, I mean, to be fair, that one could have could have lasted five minutes for me. So mine won't be that long. So um, I did a movie and a TV show. Uh, the next is a documentary series. Um, obviously, there's great TV shows, um, but I, I just picked one. Uh, but I'm particularly on this one is a documentary called Cursed Films. It's mm. available on Shudder, a streaming service. So when, when lockdown happened, uh, they gave away 30-day free trials during lockdown when the whole world had pretty much been locked down. So did Pornhub. Um, so, you know, yeah. it's, uh, a lot of I'll people... <laughs> a lot of people jumped onto this opportunity. It's actually got its biggest. They've got their biggest numbers right now ever. Uh, the the streaming service. So basically, it's a streaming service which just concentrates on horror movies, um, TV shows, and uh, documentaries. And they've got their own shows and stuff on there. So Cursed Films is a docu series which contains five episodes, and they talk about movies. They focus mm. on a horror, notable horror movie. And then they talk about the people who worked on them and the things that have happened to those people or uh, to people who passed away since. Mm. So, you know, talking when they talk about cursed films, so like The Exorcist, the girl who played yeah. in The Exorcist, she's um, well known to people that she passed away after, not that far after kind of um, yeah. um, the release, similar to the girl from Poltergeist. She passed away when Poltergeist 3 was being shot, I think. Uh, Brandon Lee's The Crow, he passed away during the shooting of the film. And then Twilight Zone. So what they do is it's about half an hour each. They do a little, not a massive deep dive, but they go through the various curses. So in The Exorcist, there's a priest who was actually there um, when they were mm. shooting the film because people were quite scared. And yet doing, talking about those elements, it's, it's a really fascinating watch for people who enjoy horror films but don't know a lot about them and mm. the various curses because there's even omen on there but those who know the things associated with that a lot of people are saying yeah there's nothing new i've not learned anything i've not they didn't bring anything new to the table for me because i was a bit more naive to them i really enjoyed them because i didn't know about all the stuff that culminated mm. with this movie for example uh, mm. it's really fascinating to watch um, it's just five episodes, five different movies, um, and they just yeah. talk about the movie and then the things that happen, all the people involved in yeah. it, and the and the mysterious cases that have <coughs> affected them thereafter. Yeah, really fascinating, yeah. really really interesting I mean, to watch. I think I've heard of all those ones that you've mentioned about those cases, but I'm guessing I would learn more by watching the thing because I don't know that much about them. Would, yeah. Yeah, I, I don't know um, how many movies they could do this on because I don't know how many movies are so-called cursed yeah, films. Exactly. But as a yeah. um, as a five, it's really good. Um, 
and they and it's a nice little kind of I guess it's their very first or may, maybe it's a stab at doing like this sort of level of docu series for themselves. Netflix do them, Amazon Prime, all sorts of the other streaming services do. So it's 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 very good that they they're also looking into doing things like this on horror and maybe next they could talk to legendary directors about how they come up with their ideas, how they came up and made the films and stuff. So if this works really well, I'd love to see more of a behind the scenes when they speak to I don't know James Wan and uh, like the the man behind the Conjuring, Saw, Insidious, and you know the things that inspired him and how he came about with these universes and how. Stuff like that could come off of this if people watch this yeah. and they enjoy it. Um, yeah, it's really good. It's really fascinating. It's, it's not a horror movie, but they could do Superman franchise. Yeah, the uh, death of Superman. Yeah, yeah. Famous for was it he the was Superman DC curse, Superman. right? Superman for four years and then for four movies and then ends up getting what is it? He's got um, he's wheelchair bound basically now. Yes. Um, and still fighting on, or is he dead now? <laughs> <laughs> wow, that, that took a real dark turn very quickly. He was he was paralyzed. I was to figure out how he was, it. and then yes, he passed away in two thousand and four. Wow, that went so dark. <laughs> so, yeah, definitely another cursed movie. And you say, as you say, that the um, the 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 whole role itself is a, is a bit is a bit cursed. For people it's a poison careers. chalice for some people yeah definitely um that's i'm just i'm just on the wiki now that you mentioned it yes that's a good point um obviously uh george reeves uh christopher reeve um some of the others then obviously they say alleged wick, uh, victims as well those who played alongside so marlon brando uh, margaret kidder who recently passed away um had bipolar richard pryor um jerry siegel alex allison mack um, she's 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 not accused. She's just a terrible person. Just mm-hmm. and then there's those who starred as Superman in their careers, like you say, Dean Cain, um, Brandon Roth, who is Superman, mm-hmm. and kind of Henry Cavill. But I guess Henry Cavill's maybe breaking the the curse because he's had other movies that he starred in yeah. and other and also, TV shows because he's, he's in The Witcher. He's not been a real Superman either. Has he? He's been all gritty and dark Superman. Maybe that's what yeah, makes it different. He's the worst Superman, that's why. He broke the character. Broke the that's the way to do it. <laughs> he broke the cast and he broke the character. <laughs> Basically, you can play a Superman as long as you take a shit on the, on the set while they're filming. Just take a dump right on film, then they'll be like, yep, yeah, you'll survive. You'll have a, you'll have a career still. <laughs> well, you just snapped the neck of one of your own. Yeah. In, in Man of Steel, he it. kills... Uh, spoiler alert for that film, he kills one of his own. He snaps his neck. Yeah, maybe I mean, that's maybe not... Metropolis. Maybe you could. Yeah. With a great vision. It was and an accident. Look, he, he's so mopey. I love Henry Cavill, but he's so mopey as Superman. He doesn't smile enough. I think we always complain about people not smiling enough on this yeah. podcast, but he it's does true. not smile. True. He smile. Good old Christopher Reeve, always positive. Yes, exactly. All the way to his death. In 2004, apparently. Cool. Okay, so... Um, yes, that's, that was the next thing I watched. I'll keep it brief. Yeah, so... Um, yes. Mine shouldn't take long anyway because it's a two-movie franchise. I believe there's been animations 
Um, Adam's family. Huh? No. Is it Adam's um, family? No, it's not. Oh. Um, I I think I might have mentioned it on the channel before. Um, I call it a horror movie. I think it's very much a horror movie, but it also became a comedy as well. But it's still kind of both. It kind of straddles the line. Um, As I say, it's got two movies. I think the first was 1984. Um, and when was this? And the second one was 1990. So yet again, um, things are quite a while away. You're right. It's Gremlins. Ah, oh, I didn't even get to. I shouldn't have told you the years. <laughs> you shouldn't have. <laughs> I was going to tell you the story, although we haven't got as much time to do the storytelling this time. Oh, but anyway. such a good, such a great film. Go on then. Tell us. Should we tell what... the story. Yeah. Go on. Okay. So forget we know what it is yet. We don't know what we're talking about. <laughs> no. Um, so there's a guy who's a failed inventor. He's uh, he 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 loves to invent stuff, but they always fail. He's he's a bit of a quirky character. Um, he's and um, he's he's out trying to sell his wares, even though they're terrible. Yeah. Um, it's Christmas time, um, and he comes across this creature, this strange uh, furry little thing. It's like a a rat, but not quite. <laughs> um. And he says, what's this? I'll buy it because he's American, right? He invents stuff and he thinks everything's for sale. Yes. And and this old uh, mystical Chinese um, stereotype guy <laughs> is like, no, you can't buy it. He's not for sale. Um, and then the grandson of the of the old guy just says, knows that they're in financial trouble. So he. So behind his granddad's back, he sells him the creature. Says, here, take it. We need the money. Um, But he gives him, of course, you know, there's three rules, right? Yes. And this kind of gives gives it away straight away. If you didn't know what it was, you'd know it by now, right? So the rules are, um, what are the rules? They don't like sunlight. Bright they light. don't like sunlight. They don't like um, never right. Um, right. water. Right. Sunlight will kill him. Don't yes. get him wet. But wet. Doesn't tell you why. Doesn't tell you why. Yes. Um, and don't and feed him after never, midnight. Ever feed him after midnight. And again, he um, doesn't say why. Doesn't say why. Exactly. He tells you really about the sunlight killing him, which is quite useful because you need to know that to kill them later on. But he's um, he's sat there in the uh, in the old man's uh, shops just singing. The Mugwai. Yeah, yeah, the Mugwai, just, yeah. The rat he's just singing creature. this beautiful song. And it's animatronics, so he looks so real. Yeah. You could buy him. Yeah. Yes. Um, yeah, that's very true. And he's he's definitely got very human qualities to him. He's got a brain. He can communicate. He can almost talk. Um, but it's almost like almost better than a parrot. So, you know, he can talk little bits. And he can repeat stuff off the TV. Um, and yeah, I mean, to someone that hasn't watched this movie, I'm think everyone must watch this. This is like combined, like a a Christmas classic horror movie and a horror movie at the same time. It's, it's, it's such a good if you like horror movies, but you want to watch a Christmas movie, this is the one. Uh, this is this is one of the ones you can you can pr- crack out every time. Um, and yeah, the. The when you get him wet, he multiplies. Um, when they eat after midnight, they turn into grotesque monsters, um, and then they're facing off against these 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 murderous creatures. Um, and they they kind of 
they're mischief makers like like you get that stereotypical idea of gremlins sort of being in the in the electronics and breaking the wires and causing mischief but actually are um, murderous as well in this although it's not focused on it's still focused on comedy a lot of the time in some ways but it's very dark for a sort of family christmas movie um and then of course you have the sequel which is comedy to the max and it's probably one of the best comedies of all time in some ways but it's still got that the the basis on this horror movie but it's almost like a joke of, of itself um it has s- such good comedy throughout and and references and stuff um and yet it has those same creatures this start in in the second one in the first one it's in their little tiny little village you know like a hometown village but in the second one it's moved to new york and uh also a uh, way ahead of its time sort of te- technical technically advanced building in the it's called a smart building at, back in back in 1990 they had a smart building now that's what we call our phones smartphones everything that's smart we call it that so they kind of predicted the future and yeah the the gremlins get to run right with all sorts of things because this building is a um a giant shopping mall slash workplace with all, all sorts of there's a genetics lab which which mixes things up there's a tv studio so there's different things going on with that um and yeah wonderful movie i think uh, and i think it, it's it's kind of st- starting to get known again as kind of a classic really yes it is I, th- I think the first one is kind of like my typical preferred kind of horror movie where yeah. um he lives with the family he's just this cute very little thing he accidentally puts water on him because he doesn't know the rules properly he multiplies and now there's mm. a, a number more, more of them uh the first one's name obviously being gizmo and mm. then they trick him they do that thing which you did with jeepers creepers where they yeah. chew through the clock so he yeah, thinks it's yeah. not 12 o'clock and then they True. eat after midnight and then they come back as the the gremlins um and then with the help of gizmo they stop or kill the others in the very first movie yeah. um, it's funny before they even gremlins like they're always they always come out mischievous and evil straight away yeah they did didn't gizmo, they all of them gizmo, did gizmo, only... gizmo is the only good one he's learned his lessons i guess Maybe from, from watching he others. Maybe he had a good mentor in the in the Chinese uh, guy from the first movie. Maybe he mentored oh, him. Yeah, could have done. Yeah, it's, it's got, so, but they're so cute as well. Even the bad ones. You know when the little uh, gremlins not, yeah, before they become gremlins, they're, the Mogwais. They're so cute. Always wanted one as a little child. Yeah. When I watched it. Yeah. Just after midnight. I remember watching this movie and then I think at the end uh, during the credits he says something about looking over or mm. behind your sofa mm. and as as a child and I watched this on TV uh, back when we had to watch TV and you had to watch it at the set time that it comes on and it used to come over Christmas where we got the, our planner out right so you highlight this movie you watch yeah, it and then it's yeah. and also in the UK it's dark by like 4pm in the afternoon so it feels like night time I remember sitting there watching it, and then he says, "Check behind your sofa," and I always pat myself. <laughs> it's so good. Gremlin in your house. 
Such a great move. Oh, such a good idea. Such a good. And the oh. gremlins still turn up on the on the wings of planes in in plenty of animations and stuff. Yeah, yeah. So they're classic thing, but nothing beats these gremlins. No, they were they. Were, but that's that's the thing. It's like now if you did that, you do a CGI gremlin. Um, because photorealistic yeah. things are so good, it could actually still look real. And yeah, you could sell so much merchandise if you do it right. Yeah, because I'm for, I'm forgetting again, of course, to talk about sequels and upcoming the future. Because with Silent Hill from last week, um, they are still trying to make make a future one eventually, but it got cancelled and stuff. Um, last good one we had was was a trailer, and then that got dis- disappeared because they cancelled the whole project. Um, just just, did, yeah. just to quickly go back on that. Um, but yeah, this one I think there's discussions about you know maybe making a third movie with the with the original guy, and I think that would be great if the original writer and director of the second movie came on board. I, he knew what he was doing with that movie, and I think yeah. he can bring it forward. Anyone else would totally kill it. I think I don't know who who could do it, but they would they wouldn't understand the the part of the movie. But I have faith that. The, the 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 guy that made Gremlins two can do it again with a Gremlins three, and update it for the current current age. The things we're I think if you've in, got make, love make it for pretty. something, if you grew up with uh, something that was true, you know that you loved growing up. Yeah, I think you yeah. could do a good job. You don't always have to be the uh, very because John Carpenter's um, Halloween was done by uh, uh, the new one was done by uh, fans. In, um, in uh, not in fans as in just traditional fans, just people who loved it growing up. Yeah, I think there's potential there. You're right, but but do they really? They they don't often give it to fans. They they often give it to someone that's had success in something else. Yes, someone really in related. the movie industry. Someone in the movie someone industry, that, but it gets enjoyed or loved oh, it. They usually just say, "Well, you." get numbers in up we'll pick you even though they bring out trash which is why they've got the numbers people want to watch their trash yes um, sorry to be negative as usual <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> i want to see the original guy or fans like you say that'd be great i think you know um you, you can have someone you can have someone else do it so you could have um i don't know like um what's his name uh, steph rogan has brought preacher to life like he was a fan of the comic book um, he's obviously directed stuff. He's done super bad. He's done loads of comedy stuff and, you know, serious roles here and there. But, you know, he's a fan of that material and he brought it to TV. And you, you never know, there could be a fan of the material who's now in Hollywood who either directs movies or stars in movies. He or she could bring little gremlins back to life with the help of the original. Because you, you, you've almost got to the point where you're saying, if the original comes on board, I would be so happy. But then George Lucas did Star Wars. <laughs> The prequels. Yeah, he, he did it by himself. Steven Spielberg made the Steven Spielberg gave us the last Indiana Jones. <laughs> so you know, well, there are so many examples where you know you brought a legendary person back. But then you had George Miller, who you think made the best movie ever, Babe Two, Pig in the City, and they brought him yeah. back for that yeah. and he did a really good job. And you liked him in that um Mad well, Max film. Yeah, for every bad one, there's a good one, yeah. <laughs> He's got a good yeah, point it, about... 
so yeah, it could work both ways. It, it doesn't necessarily have to be the original person, I think, because so, sometimes someone else can pick it up and do a great job. Yeah, and and for future for uh, the future of it, uh, apparently there is a animation series already greenlit. So, oh, cool. so there's definitely there is a future already there. We're just we're just waiting on the on the movie though. I think um, HBO Max is a streaming service that it's, it's being made for. Um, I, I don't know that one. It's American one, HBO. But I guess if, if there's going to be hundreds of streaming services now. Yes, you there are. Allocate to each one. Yes, yeah, so HBO Max is the guys behind a lot of the Warner Brothers stuff. So things right. like the the DC stuff is on there. Um, the new Snyder right. Cut will go on there. They've got loads of TV shows, um, Game of Thrones. Uh, Sex and the City, a massive channel in America, which is normally a premium channel, which you pay, you know, you spend money for. Mm. Um, so they've got their own streaming service. They show movies on there. They show TV shows. I think Friends is on there as well now. So yeah, so they've got loads of stuff on there. So if this yeah. thing works and goes straight to HBO Max, I think they've got a good uh, client base. It could work. Yeah. But I'd love, love to, to see a movie. Um, what What has Disney got to do with The Simpsons? Because the Disney Plus is showing all the stuff they've got on their lovely service. And they've yeah. got like 31 seasons of The Simpsons. How did yes. they get that? Yes, they did. How did, did they get that? Have, have you, have you looked at Black Hole? Like everything else. Okay, okay so yes. So, so 20th Century Fox used to, um, or did, or still own um, Simpsons. But Disney bought 20th Century Fox a couple oh, of years right. back. So they, so they also got, bought they got the, the X-Men, okay. Deadpool... They've got right. Simpsons, everything 20th Century Fox. How can they own Simpsons? It's just it's ridiculous. <laughs> they can own everything. Disney Mickey Mouse. <laughs> Mickey Mouse owns everything. Just so they can destroy the cinemas. That was all their plan all along. They started <laughs> the virus. <laughs> Disney virus. It's this little company all by itself. Disney 19. The virus. <laughs> so um, no, I, th- I think they're great. <laughs> <laughs> Some of it's, I mean, yeah, the movies are still great. Yes, Disney Pixar, great, oh, great combination. Yes. Exactly. Um, so that's your topic. Yes, that's, that, that is your topic. Oh, brilliant! Yeah, no, um, topic it's, it's your topic. Topic within the topic. That was great. Uh, part two of our Halloween special. Um, how can they contact us? Um, just have a look in the description below. We've, we're at um, Gmail if you want to contact us by email. We've, we're on Instagram, yes. Um, yes. Twitter. Yeah. Um, especially go to Twitter. That's where you've been doing your um, October fest of horror movies. So check that out and, and let us know what you think of the movies yourself. Films cool. that hopefully you've never heard of as well, because I've never heard of these movies. So they... if you have heard of them, just just tell it, tell him how how terrible they are, and how sorry you feel that you've watched them. I don't know. <laughs> yes. All so yes, um, and on YouTube as well, we've still got stuff on there. We're on YouTube, still do gaming extra stuff as well on there, so you get to see some visual stuff over there. Yes. Brilliant. And as always, thanks for listening. Bye. Bye.
though it's me that's talking about it. <laughs> <laughs> Brilliant. <laughs> <laughs> My guy reviews the podcasts.